You're listening to Who Needs Sleep, a podcast for parents. Today's episode, The Drumroll, Part 2. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. I am Dr. Valerie Lawrence. And I am Dr. Philip McCallis. And you are joining us for the second part of our episode on preparing for the arrival of your baby. How have you been doing, Val? I've been doing all right, you know. Um, you know, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I assume that's still that's still relevant by the time that people are listening to this. I, 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 don't, I don't think, think it's going be. anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> nope. So, you know, for no, a day no. in Coronaville, things are not as bad as they were yesterday in Coronaville. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that is a good point, really, because you have a baby, if you're listening to this, that's the idea, and uh, your baby does not care. <laughs> your baby does, right? This coronavirus, none of that matters this, to this baby. This child is thinking, am I getting fed? Exactly. And am I pooping? Am I sleeping? Exactly. That's, which is what you should be thinking about them, too. So, um, Oh, just a reminder to everybody, uh, we're going in sequential order, of course, talking about taking care of your kids, and we're releasing a new episode every couple of weeks. Where you are at in your life with your child uh, may not be where we're at as far as what we're talking about. So in the weeks in between our, our real episodes, we're going to go ahead and start posting some uh, little mini episodes. Uh, it might be one of us, might be both of us. Uh, we might uh, pull in some some somebody else for some uh, for some extra help. But so if you have any questions, go to our website, send us a, an email or even record a voice message and send it to us and we'll put it on those little mini episodes in between too. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you if you have Yes. Any topics that you would like us to discuss or any specific questions and we will answer to the best of our abilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure we'll, you know, we, we have access to the internet. We can look things up if we need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but all jokes aside, we would love to hear from you. So please go to our website, twotireddocs.com, and we will answer your questions and concerns in the order that they come up on our in-between podcast. I'm not, um, I'm not committing to that. Maybe we not may every in that order. Maybe, maybe not, not. Maybe not. Maybe not ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not every question of concern, but we will do the best that we can. If a lot of people are listening, and we got this flood of questions for all of our three people who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, two of those people are us. <laughs> Mom, if you have a question, <laughs> just text me. <laughs> Okay, now where were we? Oh, we were continuing to talk about that magical time. Oh, yes. Those last moments you have before you actually have a baby in front of you. And moms who are listening to this and this is their first child, if everything's okay with the baby, once the baby comes out, they will literally put the baby in your arms. <laughs> yes, on you. Maybe not even in front. On have your a baby chest. on you on you it I, you know it's funny in medical school almost immediately <laughs> uh, yeah I, I remember seeing that and uh, i didn't get it for some reason i didn't get like uh, just Me you know, i saw I went to a c-section and they're like they're like okay take the baby from the sterile field and put it on the mom on her chest on her face go ahead kiss the baby mom and i was like whoa is that 
okay, <laughs> sure. That's But honestly, like the actual experience, right? It's completely different. It totally is. And especially with vaginal deliveries, you know, because like you still, you know, kind of feel everything. When they just, they really, they really just take the child and just kind of just put it on you like you put a hamburger bun right on. on top of a, <laughs> of a burger. It's just like, bah. And you're like, oh, wow, I have a child. <laughs> By the way, I, I wish that the ob guy that she hadn't said that, that she hadn't went, bah. <laughs> Here's your bun weird. on top of your hamburger. <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole person that you now have to raise and file on your taxes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think depending on what kind of person you are, this is the first in a now lifetime of moments that are not as gross when it's your kid. When it's your kid, it's not as it just is not as gross. So <laughs> Well, Philip, what do you say? We get back into it. Well, I think that is a great idea. Yeah, so moving moving back through um, our list, uh, burp cloths, that's in caps. So yes. Philip <laughs> Burp cloths, I don't think you can ever have too many of them. How do you feel no. about it? Yeah, no, the, I, I think I, I, might, I may have been the one who put that in all caps in our, <laughs> because we had the, as I said, very spitty baby. We needed much more in the way of burp cloths than we needed in the way of clothes. Um, mm. y- you just cannot have enough of those, really. You know, just to, even if you don't have a baby who's as spitty as ours was, they'll, they'll have these little spits. And also, they're just good for cleaning anything up, you know, Absolutely. at any point. Any of the number of surprises of liquids and substances that will come out of your baby, just have those burp cloths, you know, you could have a holster of them around your belt or whatever. And just... I mean, and, and burp cloths, I mean, that includes cloth diapers. Cloth diapers work as fantastic mm-hmm. burp cloths. You don't have to get something that great. specifically says burp cloth. A cloth diaper will work as well. And we basically just have them laying around the house. There's like a couple on the couch. There's one in each chair. Mm-hmm. There's two in the kitchen. There's one in the bathroom. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you they know, drape over you, every single furniture piece in your house. Exactly. Because yeah. you know what happens, as you said, the fluids that come out of the child. It usually starts with one of the parents going, oh, 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 oh. And then you just kind of <laughs> grab a cloth. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be throwing them on the ground to just, yes. <laughs> you're going to be just throwing them over everything. It's um, oh, man. It's amazing how much you get used to that. You know, how oh, much you really yeah. get used to whatever it is, is like, it's just getting, it's getting wiped up. We'll deal with it. It's cool. <laughs> you know? it <laughs> it, in is, general, it true. in general, things will be, don't worry, things will be less gross when it is from your child. Exactly. You know, when it was from exactly. your baby. They still may is, remain kind of gross when you see other kids, but it, but for your baby, everything is, everything is made of, of gold and lilacs. Exactly. And it's just... <laughs> Um, yeah so burp cloths you definitely need burp cloths what did you have um liam sleeping in uh when he was born so he was in a cute little onesie with matching socks and Uh a little hat that's what we took him home in from the hospital um Mm -hmm. since we are in hawaii it gets very hot during the day and so during the day he wore nothing just a diaper yeah (laughs) and that was it and then the evening he had on a onesie well babies have something that we don't have as an adult called brown fat which is a fat that they use to literally make their own warmth 
So babies will need less to sleep than you might expect them to. You know, so we had a baby who was born in the fall and she still only needed a little top of some sort and a diaper. And that was pretty Mm -hmm. much it. Uh, We did try swaddles, but I found that, well, I already knew this from residency, that that I'm not good at swaddling. <laughs> that they, that they're first, I remember your oh, swaddles. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. It, they, they, but they Philip, mm. a lot of prenatal classes go over swaddling. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been taught. I've tried to learn. Uh, it's it's just I think swaddling is along the lines also as those um those uh, baby holding wraps where it's like a seventy five foot long piece of cloth that you somehow have a pattern to origami around the baby. That, I know you're talking and I've about. never it's, been able to get like, this to work. It really never. is like four yards. Yeah, okay. it's a lot of fabric. It's just, you get it and you're like something's wrong. Somebody forgot to put this together for me. But yeah, I have one of those not very successful. Users. Something that I really like, though, um, after she's born, and honestly, she still kind of still wears one sometimes is a sleep sack because the sleep sack is something mm-hmm. that you just mm-hmm. put their arms through the holes, yes. zip them into it. That's it. It's safe. You don't have to worry that uh, that they're yeah. going to get tangled. I, I in also it, you know, like or, the sleep sack, but there's something else that um, we used with Liam, which was fantastic. It was basically it was like a dress. It was long sleeve and it was just like. Mm-hmm. A, a dress i mean it, <laughs> it was, was it, it was, was it a not dress? a dress a, you know it had a, like evening, a little a ball bit gown. of elastic around the, the the base of it you know exactly what I'm talking oh yeah about. It's like a yes sleeve <laughs> yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah it's got like an yeah an elastic kind of almost bandish thing to the yes. bottom but it's still oh open. that was great so it's long yeah. sleeve so yeah. when it did get cool in the evenings he'd be fine but it also since it was open at the bottom he wouldn't get too hot and it was so easy to change his diapers and so i will say th- some of the sleep sacks zip open from the bottom and that mm. is clutch that is wonderful i mean i i think you know what this comes down to too is is it less is yeah, more absolutely. you know start with something simple and if you're finding it's not working for you, you will scramble and find something that works exactly. instead, Absolutely. you know. And preferably something that someone else has used and are and don't need it anymore. Yeah. So you can actually try it out before you actually go buy more of them. Yeah. But absolutely less is more. You don't need a whole lot of things. Yeah. Um, a white noise machine. So well, I have one. I've never used aha. it. I have a friend who actually just downloaded an app mm-hmm. on her phone. So uh, my child, I looked out. He actually sleeps pretty well. Um, how about you? Did you did you guys use? One? We still do. Um, I, and oh, okay. um, you know, having had a baby who, whenever she woke up, she would spit up. We were doing everything we could to try to get her to stay asleep. But I, you know, and I put a little question mark after white noise machine because not everybody needs it. But I found that really helpful mm-hmm. for me. You know, when you're doing that, trying to nap when the baby naps, it, it's um, better, easier said than done a lot of times. So sometimes a white noise machine will be as much for the baby as it is for you. But you could always try it out first, like you said, with your phone. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know there's an app for everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. There's a free app for almost everything, which is really nice. And then um, I think we should talk about car seats. Mm-hmm. So... I told you how I had two baby showers. So one of my baby showers, I actually got a stroller that actually had a car seat that kind of attached to the stroller Uh and kind of went to the car, which was really nice. And then in Hawaii, I had another baby shower. And then one of my friends who's a nurse at the hospital, she actually gave me two car seats. 
that <laughs> yeah. did she give you two cars because she said hey i have two car seats do you want them i said yes <laughs> okay. and i took those because those um they were about to expire like towards the end okay. of the year that is one thing i want everyone yeah. to know car seats expire expire yeah a lot of car seats they expire i think after about four years Mm -hmm. the car seats that grow with your child i guess is the best way to describe it Uh describe it because it goes from a newborn car seat all the way up to a booster seat they're a little bit more expensive but those will have an expiration date of 10 years i do believe yeah yeah well i mean you know and this is the one thing as far as like used things go <laughs> if you don't know well, i mean it's one thing if you know who you're getting it from yeah but if exactly. you're going to like a you know a secondhand shop you have no idea where that car seat's been or Absolutely. what it's been through so definitely something to get new or get from somebody well preferably get a new but get yes. from somebody else preferably who, new know. and also you need to ask if that car seat has been in any car accidents any accident yes because any Any. accident your car seat is now void because there may be some type of micro fractures or something in the car seat with any type of car accident so it's best to get something new so we actually have Mm -hmm. for my one child we have one two three four car seats (laughs) (laughs) so you have your bases covered (laughs) good job dr lawrence <laughs> and the car seat that his father just purchased was one of the more expensive ones that Wait, yeah he just per- you have a fifth no, car seat this now? is this is the fourth one oh, okay <laughs> that's yes, number four because okay. the two that we got from our friend they one uh-huh. expired just in october the other one expires actually next month and so and it wow you, your car seats are all on their I last know. legs. And so <laughs> um, his dad, well, except for that brand new one, that unfortunately okay. is still in Chicago because we were supposed okay. to have been commuting mm. back and forth a lot more, but COVID, so yeah. we're stuck. So that, that other car right. seat is actually in a car in Chicago, <laughs> just, just waiting. waiting for a child to be put in it. And wouldn't that be so sad if there was like the like a fender bender and oh, you just had to no. throw that car seat? <laughs> That's awful, Philip. <laughs> don't leave it in the car. <laughs> I don't even know what I would. I can't donate it. I'd have to trash it. I have to uh, throw it away. <laughs> no. You'd have to you'd have to get a fifth car seat for your one child. <laughs> ooh, we do have five car seats. I just thought about. We have the ooh. You have so many car yes. seats. That you forgot about sure an entire car did. seat. So, let me finish up on this fourth one. I'll talk about the fifth one. So, the fourth one <laughs> that his father just recently purchased, it has the 10-year warranty, and it goes from newborn all the way Ooh. up to age 11, apparently. So, that's mm. the one that we're using here in Hawaii now. But we also have, yeah. I just want to, I'm going to give a little disclaimer. <laughs> Who Needs Sleep, a podcast for parents. We are not endorsed by this company. <laughs> we did not get any money from this company. But I have a Duna travel stroller that was gifted to me. It uh-huh. is fantastic because it turns from a stroller directly into a car seat. We've taken it on like yep. multiple flights um, before coronavirus kind of, you know, was a real thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But, Back when we were like, oh, well, but nobody has it, right? I know, right? Oh, the flu is worse. Yes. Uh-huh. So 
yeah. right around that time is when we actually flew from Hawaii back to Chicago, and it can fit in the overhead compartment of planes. Mm-hmm. It, it's just very That's good really travel. nice. I know. Wow. Again, we are not sponsored by Tuna. Having said that, <laughs> <laughs> I have zero of those products, and... Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. So for us, for pick, I'm sorry. Wait, do you have more? No, do, no, no. Do go you, ahead. Do, um, do you have another car seat to talk I, about? You know what? Let me think about it. <laughs> no, because uh, well, the the, the strollers. I, I think that what you're mentioning is a good point. What is your lifestyle? Picking a stroller, picking a car seat are all going to have to do with that. If you're somebody who travels a lot, you know, getting something mm-hmm. that's lightweight, that's easier to, 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 to transport. Contrary to your experience getting ready for a baby, my wife was in full nesting mode, really. I mean, in comparison <laughs> before she was looking up videos and video reviews for things online. There's so much out there. And that's really how we yeah. end up with the system that we end up having. But um, that car seat spent more time being swung from my arms like back and forth to get her to fall asleep than it did in a car she was in that car seat with me just swinging it that was all the exercise i had time for so it was just like bicep curls for like an hour and this is why i love the duna so much also because (laughs) same thing my child was walked like in the house in that stroller, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. He doesn't want to go to sleep. Put him in the dune yeah. and just walked him around the house, you know. Yep. So, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good point. You're gonna be so. I mean, lightweight. Uh, that would be the one thing that I would I would say lightweight. Would yes, be lightweight. <laughs> that baby's gonna keep on growing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you start with, you know, give yourself a break and start off with a lightweight car seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. As Philip mentioned, there's a lot of things online. So there's a lot of mm. online videos for um, how to install a car seat correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also car seat checkpoints. Like I know the fire department was doing it where you can take your, you know, mm. drive over to the fire department and the, and the firefighters there will check and make sure your car seat is safely installed. I know here at the hospital where I work, at discharge, the nurses actually walk the parents down with the baby in the car yes. seat and they make sure You'll that need it's that at the hospital. correctly. <laughs> don't forget yes, that. You, you can't go home don't. without a car seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can go home. They won't let you take the baby with you, though. Like The baby mm-hmm. will stay here right. as you go like, home and get your go car Go get seat. a car seat. <laughs> Bring it back here to take this baby. Yes. And, yeah, and you can find... you If you go to safekids.org, they usually have uh, some resources for getting your car seat checked too, and and locally where you might be able to have that. So okay, perfect. Let's talk about bottles, Philip. So mm. I um had two or three of like the four ounce bottles, and then like two or three of the eight ounce bottles. Um, yeah, I prefer the glass personally, just because you know plastic. Yeah. Again, you know if you forget to clean it, which is going to happen, it's going to sit, oh, and then it's just it it's they are just gross. the worst to clean. <laughs> You will find a bottle somewhere <laughs> that's been sitting there for a while that you just completely forgot about. It's not a nice experience. So it's... my child, he is 11 months. And for the past probably about two or three months, he refuses to take breast milk anywhere but from the source. So he won't uh-huh. take it out of a cup. <laughs> he won't take it out of a bottle. He won't take it out of... My he well, he just refuses to take it unless it's for me. So we found a bottle of breast milk in the refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> in the back. It was next to like an onion mm-hmm. peel. 
<laughs> and I go, how long has this bottle been? <laughs> if, it, if you open up that bottle. I was scared if it's to open, open it. I was if you're scared like, <laughs> If it's more pungent than the onion peel it's next to. <laughs> just, it's time. Actually, you know, oh, that would be one thing that I would invest in is uh, a roll of masking tape and a Sharpie. Because marking <laughs> when these things are from, not just for the baby bottles, too, for your food, because you're going to forget <laughs> that, too. Mark everything. You know, just, <laughs> just don't even put tape. Just put the Sharpie right on the apple. You know, September yeah. 9th. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we started out with the glass bottles. The eight-ounce bottles, just so you know are heavy i mean like if you're given the like a newborn baby an eight ounce <laughs> glass bottle it's like half a pound they're not the four ounce bottles i could use um but you know yeah. our, our daughter just couldn't do it she, we, we end up having to do um tommy tippy extra extra slow flow nipples <laughs> otherwise she would just mm-hmm. throw everything up everywhere um they have zero and then they have another zero that's a different color but is slower zero than the other one Fix it, Tommy Tippy. Fix that, please, because it was very confusing. But that was the bottle. Another disclaimer Tommy Tippy, we Mm -hmm. are not sponsored. We are not not receiving money. In case you couldn't tell, Tommy Tippy has given me no money to drag the name through the mud today. But it's it is actually oh, man. it is actually the bottle that worked for us, you know, for a while. Yeah, so I I really like glass bottles. Like I said, as far as just yeah. cleaning, sterilizing. Um, yeah, once we could use glass bottles, we we were using mm-hmm. them. Did you did you have a bottle sterilizer? Yes. So mine is actually one of the cheaper ones that actually goes into the microwave. So you actually just put like two ounces of water in it. Mm-hmm. You put the glassware or anything that can be sterilized can go in the little tray. You microwave mm-hmm. it for six minutes and then you let it sit for 10 minutes. Um, really liked it. You can't do all of the glassware, all the nipples, everything at once because it just gets too full. But mm-hmm. I would mainly kind of sterilize things at night, like before going to bed. Pop it in, start mm-hmm. put it in the microwave and just walk away. And then, you know, by the morning or, it, you know, if my child was up in the night, oh. then I would take it out and put it on the, the drying rack. Yeah. But so uh, I used a sterilizer called uh, our soup pot <laughs> full of water on the stove. So it was <laughs> it was a pot of water. I set it to boil. I threw the, everything in there. And then I very carefully used tongs to, to take out the super hot things and put them you on the dryer. You just rack. have to boil things for about 10 minutes in the, like when you yeah. use that method. Yeah, especially the first yeah. time you get it. Yes, them. so you don't even yeah. need... Less convenient, but just as effective. Just as effective. So. And, you know, the bigger the pot, you <laughs> can sterilize everything at once. Well, I have to sterilize things in 16-minute intervals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to sterilize them in like an instant pot, right? Isn't that what everybody has now is an instant pot? <laughs> Probably like Probably. a rice cooker. Right. Yeah. Just maybe you could steam it over the rice. <laughs> Wait, I think I think that might be the new invention that we should try mm-hmm. to figure out. A rack that goes over the rice where you steam your breast pump you- supply. <laughs> I don't see what anybody would object to. Oh, patent that. <laughs> patent it. So I'm like, what's going on above my right? <laughs> it doesn't don't matter. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's called mind your own business. That's what's going on up there. <laughs> That's what we should call this. This <laughs> The mind your own business sterilizer. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
So, um, how about a bottle warmer? Oh. Did you have? Do you guys have one? Because we didn't. You didn't use. One. So we we did have a bottle warmer because you know if you microwave mm-hmm. uh, in bottles, it, there's hot spots in yeah, it. Yeah. So don't, don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't microwave. microwave. But um, we, we did use we did use a bottle warmer. I, I liked it. There were two bottle warmers I had. Mm-hmm. One was a bottle warmer where there's just a little like clicker timer on it, and then you learn how hot it's going to be after a certain amount of time. You mm-hmm. know. But that would take like five minutes. You know. Okay. Um, and then there was another bottle warmer I had that was a travel bottle warmer, which was literally a thermos with a big cap. And the thermos you fill with huh. boiling hot water, you close it up, and that big cap, mm-hmm. you take it out, and that is the cup that you put the bottle in. So, like, if we were out at like, a restaurant or oh, something okay. like that, I could just take this thermos out. I didn't have to ask for a bowl or anything like that and just put the bottle right oh, in that. That's yeah, nice. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't have it. We didn't have a bottle warmer. We just used the electric teapot. Click the button on that. I got the water hot and put the bottle in a cup or a bowl and just poured Uh the boiling water like in the cup of the bowl. Yeah. Our friends, we were visiting them and their Mm -hmm. bottle warmer was very different from ours. Uh, Hmm. It was like a rapid boil thing. It was kind of terrifying (laughs) because like (laughs) it was one of those things that you press this button and it was literally like boiling. Magnesium, like light magnesium. Exactly. (laughs) Like you dropped, (laughs) like you dropped pure sodium metal into this thing of water. (laughs) It took like less than a minute. And it was kind of terrifying. It worked. Oh, it was quick. Man. It was quick. Like so that was flash nice. Flash boiler. Like I said, yeah. we were out and about, so. uh, you know, we didn't have to worry about heating up a bottle because he had a, a walking ice cream truck, which yeah. was me. <laughs> him, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, I mean, bottles don't necessarily need to be like warm warm well i guess it's a whole sometimes you can really if it's cold you put it in you know the diaper bag and you know within a few hours it should be about room temperature so i don't (laughs) is that that okay can you do that you could potentially i don't know you're gonna edit this out right sure i'll look it up i'll look it up i i feel like that's one thing i have to keep looking up exactly like that amount of time that breast milk can stay blah 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 blah, blah. like i I yeah yeah Oh, see, there it is. It's four um, hours. Refrigerated breast milk can then be left out for four hours. So you're fine. Okay. You're fine. Just after those few hours, just uh, give it to your baby right away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should be okay. Like, if you take it out the fridge and if it's in the bag for like an hour or two, it should be okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't like those thermal bags, no? So, soaps and detergents. (laughs) So, as far as laundry detergents go... I'm going to do this disclaimer once again. We are not paid by this company. <laughs> Drift. It has like a baby on the bottle. It has a pink cap. And it's like, you know, number one recommended baby detergent. Drift. It, I think it smells fantastic. It smells how babies should smell. But that detergent does not work. Nothing is clean. <laughs> Use it. It is like washing your child's clothes in water that has been sprayed with baby perfume. I do not we're, get we're it. We're definitely not sponsored by Druff now. Oh my gosh. It doesn't Not even work. close. It really doesn't work. So we actually just use regular clear and free mm-hmm. Tide, basically. That's what like I would Hypoallergenic go for. Tide. Tide, your, uh, you know, Costco brand or Sam's Club brand, mm-hmm. whatever, get something that has no fragrances, which a dermatologist told me that unscented is different from fragrance-free. 
So really? unscented, yeah, unscented, it can still have fragrances in it. It just doesn't have added scents. So getting oh. things that are fragrance-free is actually what you want um, if you want to go with something that's more gentle. Yes, because if you think about it, holding your child mm-hmm. in the clothes that you're wearing, I mean, your child's going to get exposed to mm-hmm. whatever detergent you're using in your clothes. So That's a good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. probably fine if you decide not to change detergents, but it's probably best mm-hmm. to just kind of switch to a hypoallergenic one. As far as soap goes, so in my experience, Johnson and Johnson soap, like the little, like you know, the yellow soap, the Johnson yeah, Johnson baby soap, um, it actually dried my skin out, my my mm-hmm. son's skin out pretty. It has a lot of fragrances. Yeah, it does. I mean, it smells yeah. so cute. But I actually use. I don't know if you've heard of this brand, it's called Mustela. Uh, Have you heard of Mustela? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Simba's I... dad, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Philip. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, man. <laughs> but Mustela, I, I like uh-huh. it. They have a hypoallergenic brand um, that is really nice. It is fragrance-free, mm. scent-free. You don't need to use a lot of it either. So that's that's the, the stuff we use on my kid, Mustela. Another thing that is good to have before you have the baby, which is pretty much everyone has nowadays is a cell phone a Mm. nice smartphone because it's so great to have available for photos and videos and all that good stuff of the baby Mm -hmm. you know you can set up your own little photo shoot in that useless nursery (laughs) (laughs) and use your cell phone as you know your your machine to take photos and videos it's just really nice to have yeah i think definitely uh your baby is going to do some weird things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're gonna, they can do some things when you'll be like, I don't know if that's all right. Uh, <laughs> is that okay? And then, you know, you can that's just true. take some video, you know, because it's just, it's hard to always, it's hard to describe what it is that your kid is doing when they do these weird things. And so you can just pull out your cell phone Absolutely. You know, and record it. And same thing with like skin um, rashes. Because oh, yeah. babies get a lot of rashes. Yeah. It's good to kind of take pictures of them. You know, and yeah. you can show it to your physician. But Yeah, I, I, I will say I have a hard time describing rashes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, taking that picture can, can really be very helpful. So, oh, uh, one thing that you may have on hand that you should probably get more of is nine volt batteries. The reason being, <laughs> sometime uh, before that baby's born, you want to replace all the batteries in your house's Ooh. fire alarms because the last thing that you want to have is uh, is have a baby who's finally settled down for the evening, and then you hear this chirp, <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs> you know, because we had that happen. A couple times. So stock up, go to Costco, uh, buy a big old box of those nine volt batteries. You you'll be you'll be very thankful that you did. <laughs> I remember ours will even sound like there's actually a fire, it won't even chirp, it'll just kinda go off oh, when no. the battery is low. So very yeah. good point, Philip. <laughs> Thank you. Um so yeah, I think we covered Yeah, we did. Um, we really did. As far as feeding goes, mm-hmm. Philip, I honestly think we could do a whole episode oh, yeah. on just feeding. Yes, we are. We are. We will do one of our like uh, one of our next episodes. Will be will be on on just feeding. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that having an idea of what you are planning on doing is is mm-hmm. good, and then you kind of go from there because you don't know what your kid's going to do exactly. uh, at all. 
you don't know at all. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have an entire episode on yeah, on, on think, feeding definitely. Yeah, because perfect because there's. Ooh, yeah. I'm I'm still breastfeeding. Yeah. You know, my child is he's eating foods mm-hmm. now, but he still prefers mm-hmm. breastfeeding. And he's and he has two teeth, Philip. Two teeth. So I will discuss teeth and breastfeeding. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're like I'm right in there. I'm there right now. This. I mean, this is the the weird oh, thing about man. this is it's like a series of little moments that seem like an eternity that when all of a sudden and done uh, go very very quickly somehow. You know that. Right. I right? mean, it's 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 a it's great. I'm exhausted, oh, but uh-huh. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never really quite get into a routine because your child just starts doing something new. And you're, you're like, oh, up. well, now you, always you can catching up. crawl into the kitchen. So I guess I have to put up a gate. For the yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and, you know, I think this is why a lot of times people do plan the nursery because you may not be able to make a nursery after that baby's born. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like if you want to have a nursery, oh, if you're going man. that way, you you may not it's have the so, time. It's so true. Because at yeah. this point, use him. Like, okay, as soon as he goes to sleep, I'm going to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And then he falls asleep. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z mm-hmm, just as mm-hmm. soon as I watch this episode of this show I want to watch. <laughs> and then... It turns into, oh, I'll watch another one. Oh, let me take a nap. Oh, he's awake. So it's never. <laughs> you know, you never can't goes... take care of a kid if you don't take care of yourself. You know, <laughs> you're actually you are doing something for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so speaking of which, I went and had a massage, like a hot tub session and a massage yesterday. The mm-hmm. first time I've done this in over a year and a half, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do it when you're pregnant safely so yep and my body is just a totally different body from Mm -hmm. when i was (laughs) this is actually this goes in this goes in the preparation section i mean so we have a mutual friend yeah we have a mutual friend ali who um who's a a a physical medicine and rehabilitation doctor who lives in maine they came to visit and lucy took her to go get a prenatal massage when she was pregnant and she mm-hmm. literally came back just to have another <laughs> massage because it was like it was so good for her, you know. And so having somebody who specifically knows prenatal massage, um, yes, you. I know this is like the mo- and obviously that we're in pandemic times and everything right now too. So everything is you know depends on where you are. But if that is at all possible, it's a good thing to get it. Yes, to get, get it your, done. I. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough to where I live in Hawaii, my landlords, they own a spa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they didn't have anyone who was trained in prenatal massage. so I couldn't get it done while I was uh, pregnant. Ladies, you have to go to someone who is trained in prenatal massage because a massage can actually send you into labor. Yes. If they don't know, <laughs> if they are yes. not trained in prenatal massage so you must go to someone who is trained in prenatal massage in order to have special they have a special table and everything absolutely yeah but i got my first massage yesterday and my masseuse explained to me how my hip is like rotated backwards and i was like (laughs) 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 interesting (laughs) it wasn't like that before i got Isn't she it was amazing? like, "Ooh, it's, your amazing. right hip is rotated outward into the back." I was like, "Hmm." Well, 
Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you know, you feel this as the process of pregnancy goes on. Suddenly, everything gets looser. <laughs> everything starts oh, kind of like and I, separating and, the parts and of your body. And that is an understatement. Oh, everything man. gets loose. My thumbs were loose. I'm like, why do my thumbs have to get loose to deliver? <laughs> yep, everything. <laughs> it's I, it's a totally different body. Like I'm having fun. I do want another one still, and I mm -hmm. and I know you guys want another one as well. I, this is I'm assuming. I would say, uh, you know, if you're not a parent yet, uh, and you're wondering, yeah, do I want to have a kid? The fact that both of us are like, yeah, yeah, we could do that again. It's like it was pretty good. <laughs> it says a lot, right? It says a lot. It says a lot. It says a lot. <laughs> I mean, we're pediatricians. We like kids to begin with, but you know, it it really it's it's a process, and um, but it's it's not like any other process. So you know, um, yeah, yeah, you know. I agree, I agree. Yep. It's it's great, and I, I definitely um, don't regret any of it. Hmm. I would do it again. Uh, and so, no, we right. didn't really talk too much yet about what you don't need. Uh, you don't need everything else that we didn't yeah. mention in this. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, really, uh, don't you don't need to try to like pre curate your baby's newborn experience beforehand. You know, Absolutely. because it's going to go some other way. Exactly. It's going the child as far as clothing goes. You just need a few basic things. You know, um, as far as sleep goes, you don't need a nursery. You really mm -mm. don't. You just need something for the child to sleep in safely, preferably in your room, because you're going to spend a lot of time one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. with that child. Yeah, yeah. Burp cloths, um, white noise machine, a car yeah. seat. You do need a car seat. You're going to have this one thing for your kid to be in, to face the back of the car for two years. You know, yeah. so I, I, it's, it's going to be the same thing. You just need the one. You know, Absolutely. So, the only thing that you yeah. may need is like the infant insert. I used it for my child as well. He was seven pounds. Um, one thing I do recommend, because I totally didn't realize it, as your child goes up in clothes size, you need to adjust the straps on the car seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not even embarrassed to say it. This is my first kid, and I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. I had my child in the infant insert until he was two months old. And mm -hmm. he would just get so uncomfortable. I'm like, what's wrong with him? My mother was like, take out that newborn <laughs> insert. <laughs> He's two months old. <laughs> yep. My poor kid. Yep. Every time I get into that car seat, I mean, we don't go anywhere. So I didn't yep. realize that, you know, he was too big for the infant insert. You know, he had only been in you the know, car seat but this is how... three times. <laughs> I mean, this is how you find things out a lot of times is you oh, look absolutely. at the kid and you're like, what, what's going on with you? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just looking You've back and you're like, yesterday. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, everyone, new mm -hmm. parents, old, like old parents. If your child is going up in diaper sizes, you need to adjust the straps mm -hmm. on the car. That's seat. a good way to think about it. When your baby is getting chafe marks around the like edges of the diaper. <laughs> You know you're gonna have to like go up on a diaper side, and you can everything goes for everything they wear or everything they're in. Oh yeah. man, you hit the nail on the head though when you said, "What's wrong with you? What's going on with Just you? looking what, at what's, you, what's like I'm not yes. comfortable. <laughs> oh. I mean, when we were in med school, there was a like a, a child advocacy kind of part of the the peds rotation that I did, and they showed people used to buy things off of. Uh, you know, um, um, like magazine kind of catalogs that came to your home. And they just showed a picture of a catalog mm -hmm. 
um, that was like a newborn baby's room. And they went through, okay, there's all, all of the different decorations and stuffed animals and bumpers for inside the crib and all this stuff. Like, which of the stuff is actually safe and which of the stuff do you need? And it was literally just the crib. Mm. And that was it. Everything else, you yeah. don't need any of that. That's it. No. It's just not necessary. Uh-uh. And don't worry yourself about all these little things for mm-hmm. your child. You know, <laughs> in those first couple months, and especially once your baby does start sleeping more, there will be moments at which you're going to turn over and you're going to look at that little bassinet and you're going to be like, I think I have to push you a little bit. I think I have to sort of like jab you with a finger because are you breathing? Are you awake? Like you're, you're so calm and quiet. <laughs> that doesn't no, stop. And I still have to lay hands on him. If you but will. you get an idea. Like, of you're it. sleeping too soundly. Yeah, you're, yeah It's so funny because at first you're like, just sleep, just sleep, just sleep. And then they finally start sleeping. And you're like, hey, uh, hey, you're hey. like, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But so you'll true. get like, you'll oh. get a feel for it. It's hard to to put into words, but it's more it's more esoteric than that, and it will become more comfortable. You know, they sell a lot of things, um, monitors, things that hook up to your phone that you like put a little sock with a sensor on your baby and stuff like that. I, I think something to keep in mind is that they make medical devices. You know, and we as pediatricians and the people in the hospital who will be taking care of your infant are aware of them. And if your baby needs to go home with a monitor on them, we will send them home with a yeah, monitor. absolutely. And how many times absolutely. have you actually sent a baby home with a monitor? Oh, it has been several years at this point, honestly. Yeah. It, it's yeah. very rare. The vast, vast, vast majority of babies do not need anything like that. They alarm and they freak you out. They're not calibrated. There's there's a there's literally no instance in which I would recommend those for a parent, um, any of the over the counter kind of things. And if you look, every single one of them has to say, at least as of the time we're recording this, not FDA approved. Yeah, this absolutely. is not a medical device. Absolutely, those so. things will drive you crazy. <laughs> they, they will. <laughs> I remember um, a parent who insisted on having you know one of those monitors and. She had it for about a week and came back and said, this is awful. Mm-hmm. Every time my child moves, it goes off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, like you said, it's not calibrated. It's, and you know, yeah. kids, they wiggle and they move. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's not necessary unless it's necessary. If it is necessary, you will get it. Yeah. You know, when, when we do our rotations and we are doing our newborn intensive care unit months, those alarms with these beautiful high-tech calibrated machines they go off when there's nothing wrong with the baby right it's it's meant to do that so you know when there's something wrong and that's because there is a medical professional right there to uh, you know these amazing nurses who we worked with who could look and interpret what does a baby look like what does that alarm look like is that actually anything that i have to be worried about and these people are these are people who are who are literally trained for this um you know and a lot of those babies that graduated from Mm -hmm. neonatal intensive care unit didn't need those machines when they went home exactly these are kids who you know, had been there for months. Yeah, you know, born in like 20, were, 25 yeah. weeks, and exactly. they will go home without a, a, a monitor because they don't try to it, stay so. off the internet while you're pregnant. <laughs> that's it's, that's oh, that's what I yeah. would recommend. I'd recommend kind of staying off the internet, finding a prenatal class, you know, talking to friends and family members who actually have children. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that they would be your biggest support group, and then 
you know, once the baby is out, also limit your amount of internet because <laughs> it will it will make you think that your child has disorders that your child does not have <laughs> it's, it's true you're 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 about to have ideally you're about to have at least a couple weeks if not a couple months of literally not thinking about anything else <laughs> you and that baby and what is happening <laughs> you'll have plenty of time to really break down what it is that you know, all the minutiae kind of stuff so you know yeah Absolutely. all right well i don't have anything else to add at this point <laughs> no, we, we uh yeah we spoke for like an hour so far i think it's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> this will be whittled down a little bit <laughs> But, you know, something that I was thinking, uh, you know, um, is that even though we are talking about these things and we have our outline and we try to talk about things relatively thoroughly, um, there may be other questions that pop up. Um, And so on our website is our email, you know, and so if there's something from a previous episode that you're like, well, what about this? You know, um, you know, send us an email. We can try to just address the fill in the blanks and the next episode for the previous episode, too. Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's yeah. great because don't spam us as, as <laughs> you know, as you guys listen and learn more about us. Philip and I, we are really just doing this podcast just for entertainment for ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That is the sole purpose of this, for us to entertain each that's other. A, and we hope a, maybe yeah. two of you will download an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to both of our exactly. subscribers. <laughs> but no, I think that's a great idea. Please, You got to do you something know, for yourself. You yes, know. please email us any questions or comments, and then we would definitely, you know, try to address them um, with the subsequent episodes and things of that sort. So. Yeah. yeah, as as always, though, of course... You know, we are we are pediatricians. We are not your child's pediatrician, unless unless we are. But <laughs> <laughs> for the most of you listening, we probably aren't. So really, you know, uh, t- touch base with them. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not a substitute for for your kid's doctor and having a good relationship with them. So so make sure to reach out for them if you have any real actual medical questions, especially something that's urgent. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, everybody. Until next time. All right. Time. <laughs> <laughs>